I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At? We are asking the age-old question. Is he a grower or is he a shower? And does it really make a difference? We will also be sharing some tips on how you can boost a man's confidence in and out of the bedroom as men can suffer from insecurity at times as well. Matt loves a compliment, and sometimes us girls are so used to receiving them that we forget to give them. So stay tuned on how to stroke that ego. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hello, Matt. Thank you for my tea. Matt's getting very good at making me a peppermint tea, which I'm very appreciative of. Look, I understand that your love language <laughs> is acts of service, so yes. I'm just trying to make you feel good. You're, you're doing things that ex-boyfriends couldn't. <laughs> Not hard. Tea bag and some boiling water. Yeah, it's a very simple process. How, how are you going today? I'm good. I'm, I needed, I've had maybe four coffees already, so I thought I'll have a tea. Yeah, switch it up. Switch it up a little bit. There's too much caffeine in my body. Do you know what? I'm doing two coffees max now because you know Last for me. (laughs) You know how I said like Mm -hmm. last year we were just going crazy with our coffee intake. I started off the year really strong being like two cups of coffee and then I'm done. Then I'm moving to tea. And I've just in the past like two months, I've had a lot of stress on my plate and I've just realized my coffee intake, like last week, I think I got up to five. In a day. In a day. Yeah. And I think that's just way too much. So that's we're back to two. Numbers. You've got to get them up. Well, You've got to get them up. Guys, up. there's nothing that you should be proud of. <laughs> Don't be proud of having too much well, caffeine. I'm obviously trying to save my money now, everything, you know, and I just learnt. I've been told by my mates who own properties, they've said, I was like, how do you get, like, how do you get to that next level? And they said, just go without. Like they said, you just got yeah. to learn how to go without for a couple of months. And they're like, you know, like, don't have to go buy that new shirt. You don't have to go buy that. You don't have to do this. And I was like, yeah. I was like, fair point. And then I was like looking at my bank statement. I'm like, the only thing that I am not going without is my coffee. (laughs) I know I come on here and I say all the time that I need to get off my coffees. But I don't get anxious from coffees. They literally make me feel normal. Do you, know, me out. do you know what's weird is actually this morning I was thinking about it because how we do it is whoever gets to the podcast first will both buy the other one a coffee, right? But then mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. We could actually get instant coffee, which is like about $9 for I think like 10 sachets. And then I was like- Is this the one that's like you put into the thing that you made for me? Like the Sydney? Nescafe type of one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like we would save so much money if we did that. That's so I was idea. thinking maybe we could do that to save a bit of extra cash money on coffee. All right, let's bring some into the studio. Yeah. And that save us. I, I can't- I can't drink instant coffee, the one no, Nesca- no. The thing that you scoop in. And, oh. But the Nescafe one gives you the froth and everything, so it feels like a proper coffee. Like it's not a proper coffee, but it's as close to as you'll get from well, a little satchel. I, when, I have, when I'm at home and have the pods, I reckon I could go through double pod, mind you, coffees. I'd probably go through like five. Mm. That's easy. They they don't even touch the sides. Yeah, you you just it, that's the thing though. Like if you don't actually like mentally focus on not having too much, then you just you just go forever. Like I said though, they don't they make me feel normal. 
they know. make me like average me I out. I feel that too, but like I just feel like having too much caffeine isn't good for you. Although I did hear a stat recently that said that women who drink more caffeine live longer. So I was like, well. <laughs> your heart's trying to keep going. Yeah, your heart's <laughs> like ding, ding, ding. But well, um, yeah, I've been on the house hunt still. You have? How was that? Um, it's actually pretty stressful. Like I f- I'm finding it quite stressful. We've been like pretty much like – every weekend for the past couple of months other than the engagement party. Mm-hmm. It's just hard because like when initially when we wanted to get a house, we were like we wanted to upgrade. So right now we're in a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment, right, in a really central location. We're very lucky. And when you're renting, you know, it is – it's very like new and nice and whatever. Anyway – we started our house hunt and we wanted three bedrooms, two bathrooms. We very quickly realized that that was out of our budget and we needed to go to two bedrooms, two bathrooms, which is kind of what we already have. But obviously we're trying to upgrade, but then it's our own house and we can't afford it. So now we've actually downgraded to one bathroom, two bedrooms. And we're like at this point, like we we, we started <laughs> we started with high dreams and they've yeah. slowly get, gotten crushed as we've like realized kind of like how hard the housing market is to get into in Australia like it's crazy hey I think that's part of it though when you go looking for a house that you um compromise yeah (laughs) and you learn that like what you want originally isn't isn't exactly what you expect like I remember when I first went out and looked at rent this is a like looking at rentals yeah you like you look online and you're like oh this one's nice this one looks good and then you get there and you're absolutely catfished yeah yeah it's a real thing they catfish you my mates were pissing ourselves at this one we looked at they didn't have a light in the back shed like garage bit so they like cable tied on a, uh, you know, those fluorescent light globe things. Yeah. And we're like, this isn't even connected to anything. It's just there on the thing to make it look like there was a light. There was like um, plumbing run outside of the plaster and then they taped blue tape over it and painted it. So it yeah. was, and I'm like, this isn't even legal. <laughs> it's not, it's definitely not legal. <laughs> like, yeah. Isn't even, yeah. So the, ha- like I could only imagine buying the though, wide angles as well that they use. You're like, Oh, this is a this, looks this photo that I've seen has been shot on a wide angle because this room is on tiny. 0.5. <laughs> so you um so you still looking then? Obviously next weekend you're going to be looking as well. Yeah, I'm kind of getting to the end of my rope though with looking. I'm just getting a bit like a little deflated. I found a couple of things that we like. There is one that we do like, but we're just um what we can afford is at like one end of the budget and I feel like everything's getting like sold for a hundred K over asking at the moment from what we've seen, even in like um, I went to an auction actually on the weekend just to like, just to gauge and um, the property went for like 250 K over. So I was like, if that's like what everything's going for, then like we just have no chance of even buying property. So I guess it's just something we need to weigh up with, you know, Europe coming up, the wedding next year, can we really afford it? And it is kind of like things would be very tight if we Well, how I think about it now is as well, if what I didn't, I think, you know, oh, you're just paying rent. Like um, it's just the same as paying rent each week, but it's actually not because you've got like you pay the X amount and then you have like your interest on as well. Interest, So it's more than just paying rent a week. Yeah, it is, definitely. Yeah, which I was like. And body corporate. Yeah. Is like a whole nother thing. And like there's nothing that we can afford that won't have body corporate because like it's either going to be an apartment or a, a unit, unit yeah. and they all have body corporate. Like I went to this um, one house and they reckon it was going to be 6K for body corporate a year. And I was like, I love this place. So but what's like, that quarterly, like 18? 
hundred. Fuck, I don't, I don't ask you yeah. to do the math. <laughs> but like in two years, you're paying twelve k. Like that's nuts. Like I can't afford that. Yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> Who can afford that? Like it's crazy. Pool? Was there a pool and a gym? Uh there was a gym, but no pool. So I mean, six k. I'm like, 6K. what are we doing? Yeah. Painting the sky? Yeah, like, what are you paying yeah. for? Yeah. Well, your weekend sounds a lot more productive than mine. I mean, I did have a pretty productive Saturday and Friday, but then Sunday I was hungover, so I just laid in bed and watched Seinfeld. Sometimes a nice like hungover kind of watching TV. It kind of well, is a bit wholesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I love, love that. Doing that. You know, coffees, just going and making coffees, just laying back to back coffees. Yeah, back to back coffees, <laughs> laying in bed. So I watched a lot of Seinfeld. I've gotten into Seinfeld. I think that growing up, you were either friends or Seinfeld. Were you either? I was friends. You were friends. Yeah. Oh, we were friends in my house as yeah. well. Yeah. So, I've never watched Seinfeld. Like, I didn't even... Well, I was so, like, I had in and out of episodes. I'd be like, nah, that's not for me. Like, Yeah, it's I, not, thought it's, I don't think it's for me either. It is so fucking funny. It, like, it is, like, I'm actually in tears about it once you get to know the characters. Really? Yeah, like, it's so good. My mate, when I was living with my mates, he was like, you need to watch this. It's so up your alley. So then I started it, and now I'm addicted to it. Really? Yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. But they had an episode, so if you're familiar with Seinfeld, you were... You'll remember this where one of them, George Costanza, went swimming in the pool and he was taking his boardies off afterwards and the girlfriend walked in and saw that he had shrinkage. So his <laughs> penis was, how do you put this? Smaller not, than normal. Smaller than normal, which <laughs> happens to men when they go swimming because they asked Elaine on there, the girl, did you know this? And she said no. So did you know this? Did I know what? That a man's penis when Shrinks. they're cold and go sh- – when they Yeah, like when guys go – I know that when guys go into cold water, like I've heard like guys say like, oh, my dick's gone or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's tri- so cold that it's like gone into like the ball sack region because like isn't that right? It's like a turtle, yeah. Like yeah, turtles in. Turtles in and goes <laughs> and disappears. So I was like, well, like let's bring that to people's attention about penis sizes. Let's talk about penis sizes. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay, Anna, first of all, does size matter to you? I think, okay, I'm going to be really honest because, you know, I'm not going to lie. It doesn't not matter, but I think anything like just normal-ish size up is good. (laughs) How about those? Matt's looking at me in disappointment. No, I'm just, no, the memes, you know, the memes and they're like, she said it was perfect and the guy's like crying. You know, those comments, that's like, it's funny. No, I think, so I think number one, the main thing is, you know, how to use it is like the ultimate thing. And also like, you know, how to use not only it, but you know, other parts of your body on the woman. I think that's important to be like well-educated in that realm. So it doesn't really just come down to the size of the penis. It comes down how how they use it, if they know good angles, if they have good rhythm, all of that type of thing. Obviously, I'm not going to sit here and say I would be thrilled if Michael had a micro penis, which he doesn't. But like obviously size might matter in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. And like that's if you if you're listening and you have a micro penis, like I feel bad that I've just said that about your penis, but for me to feel satisfied, I think it just has to be like average and above. <laughs> It's Am I digging myself a hole? No, it's fine. I think that's a fair comment. No, like, how could you sleep with a micro penis? Like, well, you know, you be able to feel it. Even if you exactly, and you just revert it, you know, just use the fingers. 
Yeah. But Go if down. you have a micro penis, they now have like penis enlargement surgery. So like I just feel like, you know how like what women feel insecure about maybe their boobs and they'll be like, I'm going to go get a boob job. If you maybe have a micro penis, maybe it's time to look into some surgery. When you said the um, penis enlargement, it makes me think of Austin Powers, the first one, when he's like got his oh, Swedish, Swedish made <laughs> penis enlarger. I swear it's not mine, baby. And then she's like, <laughs> it's like me, my Swedish made penis enlarger and me. And he's like, that's not my bag. But that's and the thing. Like guys pump their penises to make them big, to make I've the blood rush. I've never seen that happen. I, I've, I've never, but I've I remember that. looking to like buy one because I was thinking about putting it in my wooshka drawer. <laughs> just, you know, just in case. <laughs> you was, should. Case, yeah, just have it in there for like, you know, what's this? Because <laughs> there's no shame in using that if you're having an off day and you can't get oh, the absolutely. full blood pumping there. If you feel like you, you want to like, hours. exactly. If you want to make it a bit bigger, like why not? No one's complaining. You've had a couple <laughs> too many whiskey sours at the pub. So you're like, oh, geez, I need to get something going here. Yeah. I have a question for you. Okay. Have you ever been self-conscious of your penis size? Because mm. women talk about it just like willy-nilly, right? Like I'm just kind of like, yeah, like medium and above, like I'm happy with, like I don't want a small dick. But like have you ever felt that pressure of like, fuck, like personally, is my, is my dick size okay? Personally, no, I haven't. I mean when I was younger, younger, like I'm talking like, Fuck, 13, 14, when I, I hit puberty a little bit later, so I was sort of insecure then. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, like, I haven't grown. I'm not a man yet. But, like, in, in at school, like, I was never really like, oh, like, in the change rooms, I'd get changed. But that was just because I was, like, I just didn't, like, you You're know. You are pretty confident. Pretty, yeah, like, I didn't really care much about it, but... Never had a complaint really about the size of my penis. Yeah, but forget about like the women that you've now fleeced in the current day. Like I'm saying, think before that. Like surely you'd be like, is my dick size like you know? Is it? I mean, is it big enough? Every dude, I think, when they're would younger, think about that, right? About that, has yeah, thoughts about that. Yeah, I think a hundred percent. Like when they're like, like I said, 13, 14, maybe up to sixteen, they're like, oh, is this normal size? And I think maybe you sleep with one girl or two girls, and you realize, yeah. They let you know. And yeah, you're they like, let okay, you know. Yeah. You don't hear any rumors <laughs> spreading that, like, you know, you have a small penis. <laughs> so there's a micro dick. Yeah, in there. there's no, so you're like, okay, I'm, I'm in the clear here. I'm yeah, yeah, clear. yeah. I'm all right. Actually, I this has just reminded me of a really funny story. So, my ex boyfriend had a best friend, mm -hmm. and he, I obviously don't know, but I was told that he had, like, in quotation marks, like a horse penis. Like, it was huge, right? And obviously they went to primary school together. They were like long-term friends. And he had got all of his sexual education from watching porn. And, you know, in porn, the dicks are pretty huge, right? So Yes, I, I mean, look the same, mine look the same size. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. he's comparing his, like, willy, essentially, dick, whatever you want to call it, to all of these, like, big porn stars. Willie's yeah. dicks and he's like fuck I've got a small cock like I'm very embarrassed so when they were growing up like if they were ever like getting changed because you know like when you play footy and you like all get changed yeah, yeah, he yeah. would always be like covering his dick and he would never look at anyone else's because he was like I don't want them to look at mine so I'm not gonna look at theirs kind of thing right Every dudes do a little eye side no eye. like he was so he was that self-conscious like it was a yeah. full thing anyway one day they were all in the change room. They're mm -hmm. all getting changed and someone 
catches this guy's dick and they're like, oh my God, your dick. And he's like, fuck, everyone knows that I've got a small, a small dick now, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, your dick is huge. And he's like, wait, what is it? I thought it was tiny. And they're like, no, like, and then he saw everyone else's and he was like, oh shit. I just started showing them. I'm well dicks. endowed. <laughs> my best mate has a huge cock as well. So growing up, that probably wasn't the best to compare to. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be because then you're like, shit, is shit, that the norm? Is that the like, normal? Yeah. yeah. No, he does. So he's he would be a shower, I reckon. That's what, That was my next question. Maybe he's a shower and not a yeah. grower. Well, you taught me before we came on here that a shower, this is what I didn't realise, was... I taught you. <laughs> well, I always thought a grower just means you, you're happy, like you, you are bigger, just on a flop. Yeah. But you're happy, like, you know, you're happy to show it. And then I'm a grower where when you get on an erection, it gets bigger. So I didn't realise that sometimes a shower, it stays the same size, but just gets erect. Yeah. So how can you tell if a man's packing some heat down below? Well, it's interesting, right? Because when you first like meet a guy, I think there's always like a, I wonder what's like going down below the belt kind of thing. Like it is something that you think about during dating, like who knows what they could be packing, right? But research has actually found that if a guy has a shorter index finger than ring finger, then he is above average size wise. So do you have a shorter index finger than your ring finger? I do. If I was a yeah, guy, I'd have a... I do. Just. <laughs> but do you know what I actually find is? It's yeah. the people that overcompensate and overexaggerate, like talk about it a lot, that are the people that, you know, might not have a big cock. I feel like men overcompensate and they'll be like, yeah, I've got a big dick, I've got a big cock, but they don't. Yeah, like they say like big dick energy is yeah. kind of like someone who's confident but like they're not over the top type of thing. But they're, yeah. they're like almost like quietly confident. And, and they're they, certain in themselves and they know. Yeah. Whereas someone who like, you know, wants to start a fight or is over the top or who – Has a really nice car. Has like well, has to spend I, money I don't on know a, if we can say that everyone <laughs> who has a really nice car has a sore dick. I don't think we can say that. But, yes – People do overcompensate for those things. It's spoken about so much in society. And yeah, like potentially that could be a thing. So Matt was asking me, this is like pre coming on here. He was like, well, you know, you've had a few boyfriends. Surely you've had a few showers and a few growers. And I was like thinking back to it. And I was like, to be honest, there's only one person who I can recall being a shower and it was like this guy who I dated very briefly but he was like very like I don't know about like speaking generally I feel like guys who are growers like they're not like very confident or as confident about showing their flaccid dick right yeah no like I'm they're kind of like hiding it away they're like they'll quickly put their undies on like they're not like this is my flaccid dick because it's like way smaller right which to be, to be honest like it's not a big deal like it is what it is you're born that way let's just accept it no, like yeah. i wouldn't mind if like a guy was just like this is it like i who cares everyone knows you're gonna be a grower anyway there was this one guy and he was just like so confident in the nude. I remember him like hands on hips like and I was just like, Jesus Christ almighty. But then it was actually like it didn't actually grow longer than yeah, it just got sat. Like it yeah. looks huge, 
flaccid, but then it was just like that size hard, which is still big, but like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, is it, would it be like the normal size then when it gets harder? Yeah, I think so. Like, an, what's, what is an average size dick? Okay, so the average size penis globally is 5.5 inches. Right. So. I think that's smaller than I thought. What is that? What does that look like? <laughs> is that like this? Yeah. I thought the average dick was seven. It's 13.97 centimetres. So oh, that's it pretty big. Be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty big. Around that big. Then Australia's is 5.2 inches. So okay. We're taking off 300. Then the US is five inches. England, we go back up to 5.5. And this one I found interesting. Greece, the Greeks, is 5.8. Michael. (laughs) (laughs) So that would be probably 15 centimetres. But that's, yeah. So Greeks have the biggest. Well, no, they weren't the biggest, but I put that in there because of Michael. Okay. (laughs) So what was Australians again? 5.2. Okay. So like 12 centimetres. Interesting. Can a penis be too big? I think yes, definitely. I think um, when a penis is too big, like either way, like width or length, it does feel very uncomfortable. Like I've definitely heard people say there's like a perfect dick size, which is like an average to like slightly above average size. And that's like it feels good all the time. So, yeah, I think – Dicks can be too big, but then again, like I don't want to sit here and make someone with a huge cock feel insecure because, like, you know, you can always like put it in halfway or you know. I saw this porno of this guy, and it was literally just like his knob going in there. That's how big it was, <laughs> and I was like, God, <laughs> I was like, that is huge. <laughs> what did you type in, big dick? No, I just came up in the the. the my algorithms are on that. Oh, it's so funny. Would you ever discuss this type of thing in your friendship group or is this like a chat you'd have with only like a girlfriend or a friend who's a girl? Um, I don't think we openly go, hey, this is the size of my penis. Like everyone knows my best mate has a huge cock. So like if anything ever comes up, you're like, well, Dale's – He's a horse of the group. He's the horse yeah, of the yeah, group. Yeah. He's got the huge one. So that's like. What if Dale's a shower and not a grower and you're all going around saying he has a horse willy, but really he's just, he's just showing everything he's got up front. <laughs> well, then he's, we, me and my mates and him are misleading a lot of girls then. That's so funny. But I think I've seen it at different. So I think it may be. So do you guys talk about it? Like, would you talk about like insecurities with like your dicks? No. No. no I don't think any of my mates have any, to be fair. Well, like surely like statistically speaking, that at least one of you would have like premature ejaculation or one of you might struggle to get hard. Like, yeah. is that things that you would chat about? Another one of my best mates, we always laugh about that he has premature ejaculation. Yeah. That he's um he's already picking like by the time like he's done he's already picking his underwear up and he's out of the house for like Aww. thirty seconds he's really quick <laughs> we always joke about that but every guy has their days their missed days but his are a lot more common than the average yeah yeah so he's he has um he has a tub of um, Climagra in his uh, bathroom. Climagra. So that is a sachet of stuff that you get. It's sort of like Viagra, but it's not as strong, I don't think. And you eat it. And, yeah, you put it on your tongue and eat it, and it makes you last longer. 
Interesting. So he's he might be insecure about it, or he might just want to you know please girls and not be too too excited. Wow! Not jump the gun too quickly. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. But you also don't want to be taking like medication on the reg. Like it's a bit. You know what I mean? He maybe he needs to just like. I don't know. Can Do you some mind mindfulness, <laughs> mindful exercise, and learn how to. Well, I yeah. When I feel like I'm about to blow and I want to go longer, I do stuff in my mind. Like just distract yourself. I'll think about like traffic, mosquito bites, dictionaries, <laughs> mass tests. Do just, some quick maths. Yeah, in just your really head. Un, unsexy <laughs> things, and I'm like, oh, don't don't do it, Matthew. Don't do it. That's so funny. Do you think that like society thinks that dick size is important? There's a stigma uh, around it. I think in general, like, I don't think women are as picky as maybe some men might think. Like, you know, occasionally, like, you can, like, say a throwaway comment, like, I would love a big dick. But, like, realistically, most women, I think, want an average-sized penis well, that, you know, has a guy on the end of it that knows how to work his hips and do, you know what I mean? Like the sword. And, like, you know, dick is one thing, but, like, I think having an emotional connection to someone and then there's some good dick attached to all of that. It just, you know, we've spoken about this before. Makes it a lot better. It just makes it so much better. Like it's not just about the physical. I think there's much more to it. Well, maybe girls should stop saying those comments and making guys feel insecure about it and maybe compliment their men a bit more. Do you reckon? Yeah, so they feel more comfortable. Yeah, men never forget a compliment, Anna. I reckon that <laughs> I every compliment I get given, I'll remember that one till I get my next one. You probably have like a novel full of all the compliments you've ever received just so you don't forget them. I know my most recent compliment. <laughs> what my was mum that? said that I'm a such a great guy because I put the Nutribullet today in my bedroom because I got up earlier and didn't wake everyone up because the kitchen, it will run up the stairs. <laughs> she said I'm a, I'm a very thoughtful, caring... You're a decent guy, I'm a decent guy. You're a decent so guy. So until I get my next compliment, that's going to be front of my mind. Well, look, there are ways to boost a man's confidence, so we're going to talk about those things next. Okay, Matt, so how do we boost a man's confidence in the bedroom? I feel like we, we focus so much on women and how they f- like how making them feel like comfortable and that maybe it's a time for like women to make a man feel more comfortable in there as well. Like, well, I mean, I think we can both make each other feel comfortable. I think not yeah, one way or yeah. the other. Like make them feel like, you know, like nice compliments to them with what they're doing and that. Let them know when they've done something well. The problem is, yeah, I totally agree. If if a guy in the bedroom is doing something that you like, that is the time to compliment them so they remember what they're doing. Mm-hmm. If they're doing something you don't like, don't be like, this is amazing because then they're just going to keep doing the same bad thing. Like I, the sex. younger version of me has made that mistake before and it's just made for a terrible sex life. <laughs> and they would keep doing that thing. Yeah, and you're like, ow, ow. <laughs> But surely he would be picking up on body language and like yeah, I when know, he but does if, that. But if you literally have said to a guy, oh, that's so good. And then they're like, okay, well, noted to sell. And then they keep doing it and you're like, fuck, I fucked this up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it has to end now. Like we, we can't keep going on like this. But yeah. Look, I think the thing is, is you don't want to give a guy too much too early, but this is like, if you know, maybe you're exclusive Maybe you're in a relationship. You do want to boost his self-esteem. You do want to make him feel good about himself. So maybe genuinely give him a compliment, whether it's on his appearance or personality, you know, 
as Matt said, guys love a compliment. We do. We we secretly act like we don't, but trust me, we remember every compliment we get. Yeah, absolutely. What about asking for his help, Matt? You have spoken about this before on the podcast and how excited that makes you to be the breadwinner, to, you know, help change a tire or yeah, know. when I like a girl, I do like to help him and like to I remember with Jen um when we started dating, her light bulb was out. So I was a knight in shining armor. I bought a bunch of different light bulbs and I was trying because <laughs> I could reach it and she couldn't reach it. What well, made you feel needed and strong, yeah, and, strong and masculine? And that masculine energy that I that I need. Yeah, that's that's a good way of doing it as well. Maybe didn't we say one time pretend that the you've got a flat tire or a broken down car and get him to come <laughs> get them up. to fix it? <laughs> it's super easy for yeah. him. Yeah, I actually have a friend who was dating a guy and she's a very independent woman and he was always asking her like, "Hey, can I help you with moving or can I help you with this and that?" And she was always like, "No, no, no, I've got it." Because she did like she literally had it, but then it made him feel inferior because he was like, "Well, I want to help you. Like, I want to, I want to do something for you." And she actually never like allowed him to kind of take that role and like sometimes it is nice like I'm an independent woman as well but like is that sometimes acts of service I think so yeah yeah sometimes it's nice to just like you know task someone yeah can you please do this I would love it thank you so much you're so strong <laughs> you're such a good guy <laughs> you're such a good guy on that another good one is tell him how much you want him and how much you crave him I love that when a girl says that to me That's is that like a late night text or something, something or just like or a just text in the day during sex oh yeah okay. tell you how got much you. they want you and how well, like you the, are yeah, and, yeah. yeah and how good it is like I love that yeah, so like, making you feel like an alpha male, yeah. just like you're the only man for them type yeah. of vibe. Hot. <laughs> Hot. Hot. What about giving him enough attention and also just like listening to what he has to say? I think taking the time to hear about his day at work or to hear about like um, find what some, he likes. You find though a lot of some guys don't really open up with that sort of stuff. So I think it depends on what guy. I know that like – but I feel like if, I, I don't want to speak everyone, everyone loves being I listened to. I was about to say that. I feel that like you'll find that they actually do want to be listened to, but they don't feel like they can or have been listened to in the past. So make that space for them. Yeah, and hold some space for them so they feel like they can open up to you and tell you that sort of stuff. Because everyone has to vent after a day's work. Yeah, and like if you're interested in things that he's interested in, then it gives him like a good vibe about you and makes him want to even open up more than he already is. And like... I'll never forget the day that Jen told me that she wanted to watch the Marvel movies with me. <laughs> he still dreams about it. Yeah. That's that sort of stuff I love when they show interest to my interest. And you know what? Guys love being like an expert on things and you love Marvel. So you would have just loved like having her there for the ride. She's like a first time watcher. Set up a flow chart. I spoke to her all through who's <laughs> Did who. you? Yeah, I was talking to her. I had like Disney Plus on with the remote. And I was like, okay, this movie comes next. And this <laughs> one we learned about this, this and this. Yeah. The greatest story ever told, Marvel. Like, hey, let's think about boosting confidence. What about just flirting with them? Sometimes we forget to flirt with our men. Even like, especially when we've been in relationships for a while, sometimes I forget to flirt with Michael and just like, you know, make him feel special because, you know, mundane activities get in the way. I'm like, okay, what's for dinner? <laughs> we need to clean the bathrooms. You know what I mean? But sometimes it is nice to just flirt and to... How yeah. would you flirt with Michael now, like in a long-term relationship? Like what's the definition of flirting? Because it obviously changed to someone that you've just started talking to. 
I don't know, like pouring a glass of wine or making dinner together or like sometimes laughing. And laughing. Sometimes we put on music and we dance together in the kitchen. Like that's really fun. Um, just doing things that we like have always loved to do, but just making a point to continue to do them. Also getting your partner to take you out on a date night and getting yeah. dressed up. and Very you know, important. If, Don't forget to do that. Yeah. Like Very if you important. feel good and they're all dressed up and feel good, then you do kind of want to get your flirt on. You're kind yeah. of like, well, this is a date and, you know, it's probably going to end in some, some sex. <laughs> I'm fun, I was going to say, but yes, not sex also. Well, before <laughs> sex, maybe give him a back rub or um, head tickles as well. I know I was never really big on that sort of stuff and then I started getting it and fuck, I love my head rubs. Yeah, I even love, a massage. Yeah, oh. Oh, yeah. physical touch wasn't like that version of physical touch wasn't much of my love language. I thought it was more hugging. Yeah. And I realized that like massages and that sort of stuff is as well. Yeah. I love that. We love a massage. It's just like, it's almost like foreplay, right? It's just like adding to the foreplay, but without like crossing those sexual into that sexual barrier region. Well, all, all back rubs lead to sex. Well, <laughs> For not all of them. Not <laughs> all of them. <laughs> What about building him up in front of your friends and family and his too, just so that it makes him feel really appreciated I and love loved. this one. I reckon this one's good. Yeah. I reckon all like you should always do that to your man or you should always do that to your partner, I feel. Yeah. Always build him up in front of your friends and family so they feel good. And then your fa- friends and family have a – what's the word? They have a good um, opinion of you and they think that you – they think higher of you yeah. as well. Absolutely. Look, we want to boost confidence in the men in our life and we do this through all of those things. But something that we don't want to be used for is just an ego boost. So we are going to tell you if you're just being used for an ego boost next. Okay, Matt, we've all been with those people who are hot and cold, who aren't exactly a boyfriend then we're not exactly exclusive with them but they seem to somehow stick around and usually that's because they're using you for an ego boost have you ever done this i have yeah i'll admit i've probably done this with a girl like subconsciously not knowing that it's for an ego boost it's more like you know i'm there's no i don't see a future with her i just you know maybe it's just for fun and then like You've obviously set those because I'm. We know how transparent I am, so I always set those expectations with the girl, and she will agree to them. But I think, in a way, she doesn't realize, you know, like that it's just because I want an ego boost. But then, yeah. on the same, on the other hand, I've been fucking used for an ego boost <laughs> like a hundred times. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, I've been used uh, for an ego boost that many times. So I think it's just like it's part of it all, isn't it? I've definitely used guys for ego boosts in the yeah. past, and I do feel bad about it in a way. But like, also like all is fair in love and war, and exactly, yeah. I think as long as you are being open about kind of where you stand. Like I've always been open. So like if obviously I'd been on a few dates with a guy, maybe we've had sex and then I'm kind of like, this isn't moving into a relationship for me. So I'll tell them that, but obviously like I would still text them and you know, if we're both out, then we could potentially both end up back at mine. I would classify that as kind of me using them Well, like sometimes it's not even about an ego boost, but it's just kind of like the flavor of the month type of vibe. Well, you could say you're dating. Well, we're dating, but it's not going anywhere. And I would be definitely open to getting to know other people. And that's kind of the, what I've made clear. 
But yes. So if you're listening to what we're saying right now and you're like, shit, I could be that person who's Mm. getting used, we're going to give you some pointers on how to tell if that's happening to you. He's on and off with his messaging. So he drops in when he needs some validation or attention and then he ghosts you, most likely to go something to get the next hit of validation. Yeah. Have you ever dated someone and then like you're texting, 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 and then they go missing and you're like, what happened to them? And then it's like, they're clearly on a date with someone else. And then like 12 o'clock the next day, they're like, Hey, how was your night last night? And you're like, no, how was yours? Oh, that gives me some fucking trauma, post trauma. Like, yeah, man, it's a nasty world out there in the dating world. I mean, I remember getting that all the time. I remember, And then when you hang out with them and you see the the, another guy or even I've seen their ex pop up on their phone. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst. And you're like, oh, well, that's clearly who you were with then. <laughs> now we can put two and two yeah, together. Yeah, now it makes sense. The, the pieces start like slowly coming together. What about when they use you as a therapist? So there's like a lot of trauma dumping on you. They're offloading all of their shit onto you, often via phone. You know, they're talking about their exes on the first date, like that type of shit. Like that's a red flag. On that though, as a guy, I feel like you would have to be awfully close to someone to start doing that. I've gone on a first date with someone and they literally started telling me about why it didn't work out with their ex. And you know when it's like... I reckon they're not over their ex if they're doing that. Oh, definitely. He definitely wasn't over his ex. And in fact, I'm pretty sure he was seeing us both at the same time. 100%. 100%. But like, I think it's just those red flags that you need to look out for when you are dating someone. Like if someone brings up their ex and it's just like a very like passing comment... That's fine, I think. But if they're like talking about their ex and then they get onto the bandwagon talking about their ex and they're like, oh, I found someone who's going to listen to me talk about my ex, run. (laughs) Yes, run, don't walk away from that one. (laughs) He only asks you out every once in a while. So there's no Mm. real like making plans. No like, all right, I'll catch up with you next week. He sort of spontaneously is just like, then again, that could be like cute in a way. But I feel like when it's more just like, so like sporadic and there's no real intention behind it i think when someone does that it's kind of like they're making a point that you're not dating and they don't want to like go on dates with you too close together because they want them to be spaced out so that you don't get attached and that's kind of when you can start to piece that puzzle together and and realize like this person is definitely talking to other people and I'm definitely not their priority. How about when you would make plans with them and then they'd be like, yeah, that sounds fun. And you're like, sort of like, all right, well, let's organize a time and a date. And they just don't. (laughs) Stress. Oh, They don't introduce you to friends or to family. That's a big one. It's pretty obvious. That's pretty obvious one. They're choosing to spend their weekends um, hanging out with other people instead of you. I mean, all of those things are pretty self-explanatory. Sometimes I just feel like, you know, and especially as women, we make excuses like, oh, he's spending time with his mum. He's he's talking to his, he's with his best friend. He's not spent time with him forever. And like you hear them kind of give these excuses. But I think it's always just really good to remember that if someone wants to hang out with you, guess what? You'll hang out with them. They'll be there. Yeah, 100%. Like I feel like you and me, especially if you like obsessed with someone and you like him, you want to hang out with them. And I think that goes for a lot of people. Yeah. People are all or nothing. And like, yes, at the start, they might kind of like give it some time. And also I think when people do start dating, like for instance, if you meet someone and then go on a first date with them and you really get along with them, that person could have three other people that they're talking to 
you could still be their first priority now that you guys have had an amazing date, but like you've got to respect them. You're not exclusive with yeah. them and you know, that's the kind of hard thing about dating is you can't you can't really expect all or nothing from people because people are kind of moving in between different people and different and that's situationships. Part of it. And that's part of dating, I exactly. feel. I feel like you should, we should never take that away from dating because you have to explore all those different options. Yeah. But I think that one is though, if you're with them and you're out with them or at a, say just even a dinner or anything out at the bar or something and they start flirting with other people mm. in front of you. Red a, flag. That's a red flag. Yeah. I feel like that's a red flag. Yeah. Openly flirting. It, it's just rude. Even if they're doing it, if they're doing it like subconsciously, you should know that you're with someone that you're dating, that it's probably not the best thing to do. And speaking of flirting, what about people who social media flirt? So we, I feel like we all know one of those guys who just has liked every girl's photo on social media. That, like yeah. I'm thinking of three of them right now. I like I can see all right of their now. faces and they literally, any girl where there's like a bikini pic or a really sexy pic or any sort of pic at all really, they've liked it. And we've. I think we're all probably sitting thinking of at least three people that we can think of who've done that. Red Did flag. You say that, that's a red flag. That's a, a red dude. flag. Who who wants to date the guy who's liked every girl's picture? I mean, it's I agree. gross. I agree. What about if they follow a bunch of like Instagram models? Red flag. Red flag. Yeah. Red flag bin. Like that's just a no. Like, well, I only follow them because I know them. <laughs> I'm just saying Look in general. Matt making excuses for general, himself. I'm saying I probably work with them or, you know, been to an event with them. That's why I follow them. But I'm saying, yeah, like people that just follow random Instagram models, I think there's yeah. a bit of a red flag in that. Yeah. He only compliments you on how you dress and how you look. Huge red flag. And also you know that they're using you for an ego boost there. Oh, I've, got to, I've got to come in from the guy's angle here. Maybe they're just really awkward at giving compliments and they just got to like literally point out the obvious thing and they're not emotionally in touch and don't know how to even gauge people's personalities and emotions and know what how to do with that. Look, I get that. And like, you know, no one's going to turn down a you look beautiful tonight compliment. But I think if you are going to give out a you look beautiful tonight compliment, you could also give out a compliment saying... I don't know, you look really happy tonight. Your yeah. energy is really contagious. All of those things that make you feel like I am more than how I look. And But I a lot of guys, yeah, I, I 100% agree. A lot of guys aren't so emotionally in touch with their emotions as I am. So they would really not know that sort of, to know that, that they look happy. Do you know what I mean? Like guys sometimes would be like not understand how to put that into words. Well, if you're listening, you're <laughs> now you know. Now you know, yeah. So I think that, yeah, I think that it is. If I think, okay, I'll tell you what, if they're saying it in a sleazy way. Like what? Like, oh, you're looking hot tonight, aren't you? <laughs> that's clearly they're yeah. using. That's clearly they're using you. <laughs> I feel like I can't look at that now. <laughs> but like, I wasn't, yeah. But that's, like, okay. that's when they're clearly saying that in right. a way that they're using you for your looks. But if they say like, oh, you look really nice tonight or you look beautiful tonight. That's lovely. Yeah, of they're course. They're just probably not emotionally in touch to go like, you know, your energy is contagious. What's your favourite compliment that doesn't have anything to do with your looks? I don't mind that energy is contagious one, but yeah. it'd have to be valid to say to the girl. Um, well, like you're a really fun person to hang out with. That's um, a great I love one. talking to you. I love talking to you. Yeah, you I have love a very hang- calming presence on me. Do you love that? Do you like like when I find Matt's someone? adding them all to the Matt thinks that I'm giving him these compliments. He's adding them to his novel yeah. as we speak. Are you saying them to me right now? <laughs> 
Finally, he doesn't show interest in your life. So if you're going on a date with someone and they don't ask you about themselves and they're spending a lot of time talking about themselves, big problem. And sometimes, Matt, <laughs> you talk about yourself a lot. It's an ADHD trait. I can't <laughs> even say it like without like pissing myself off. I do. I, I like to talk about myself. I find it easier in conversations <laughs> to talk about myself, but it doesn't hurt and I'm getting better at asking people about their days. And actually like listening listening, and yes. and hearing them and then reacting to what they say instead of, you know, sometimes when you have a conversation with someone and you can already tell they're pre-planning what they're saying before you finish what you've said. No, I'm not saying you. I know, know I know. I'm Matt's sure. looking at me like guilty, like he's just done that. You've not done that. No, no. But I'm just saying like, you know that and like someone's not actively listening to you. Like there's something like attractive when you're dating someone for them to listen to what you say and then react accordingly. Like obviously if you're on a first date and you're freaking out about what to say, have a question in the back of your mind in case the conversation flops, but like also actively listen. Yes. (laughs) Actually hear what they're saying and reply back to, even if it's boring and mundane as fuck and they're talking about their their par average in golf. (sighs) (laughs) That sounds bleak. (laughs) But if he's talking to you about that, he's got no game. Maybe on the golf course. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe not, if it's just not when it I was about to say. What was the TikTok we saw before? You're either good at sex or golf. No man can be good at both. What are you good at? I've never fucking... I can't even strike it at the, at the driving <laughs> range. I miss the golf ball every time. But I never miss the... The mark. I did not know where you were going. I know, neither did I. I shit myself. I was like, I can't say anything too (laughs) fucked here. Okay, guys, that's all we have time for. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, then give us a rating. We are giving away some merch. So once you give us a rating, send us a DM on our Where's Your Head At pod Instagram and let's continue the conversation on our Facebook group. That's Where's Your Head At fam. Until next time. See ya. Bye.